this is Amber Darst, Dental Coordinator for Managed Outsource Solutions. Today, I'll be discussing the Alternate Benefit Clause in Dental Insurance. I'm sure you are already aware of the Alternate Benefit Clause. Uh, most insurance carriers implement it in at least one coverage category. It is a cost containment feature in an insurance plan, which states that if there are two or more professionally acceptable dental treatments that will work for a dental condition, the plan will pay for the least costly treatment alternative. It's also referred to as a downgrade, and it can mean higher out-of-pocket costs for the patient, leaving them paying the difference between the two fees. So downgrades can apply to several different procedures, and here are a few examples. Uh, fillings. Fillings can be done using an amalgam material, which is the silver, or a resin composite, and that is the white filling material. So amalgam fills tend to last about 10 to 15 years. Uh, they're more affordable. And then the resin composite fillings, they mimic the natural appearance of teeth, and they are a little costlier, and they usually last about five to seven years. Often insurance plans pay for the cheaper silver filling, especially when it comes to posterior teeth. So also um, posterior crowns. Materials used to make crowns include all porcelain, porcelain covering a base metal, and then all metal. The all metal crown is the cheapest, and many insurance plans will pay only uh, towards the cost of the all metal crown. And again, that leaves the patient paying the difference between the two fees if they opt for the more expensive porcelain crown. And then there's a cracked tooth. A cracked tooth can be repaired using filling material or a crown. If the patient and the dentist decide on the crown, which is the costlier option, the plan will pay the allowance for the filling, and the patient, again, has to pay the difference between the filling and the crown fee. So now that we know that costlier service costlier services aren't always reimbursed at the full coverage amount. Let's talk about how to prevent upsetting a patient with a much higher bill than they had expected if a downgrade occurs. Uh, this would be by obtaining a predetermination of benefits before the patient comes in for their service. The best way to go about getting a predetermination of benefits is to send in a claim asking for a pre-estimate with the proper dental codes, the cost, the teeth that are involved, along with the relevant x-rays. The insurance company will review everything that you send and then determine if the procedure is eligible for reimbursement, and they'll also state on there if any downgrading will apply. So with the many challenges associated with dental billing and coding, many practices are opting to outsource these tasks. Experienced dental billers would be knowledgeable about CDT and, if necessary, ICD codes, as, way, as well as payer rules and guidelines. They can help providers submit error-free claims and ensure optimal reimbursement. These companies also have dental insurance verification specialists who can confirm patient coverage and benefits prior to treatment as well. And that's it. I hope this helps, but always remember that documentation and a thorough knowledge of payer regulations and guidelines is critical to ensure accurate reimbursement for the procedures performed. Thanks for listening in.